0: That's
1: 800-984-4207. All right, welcome to the show. Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Eber, in for Chelsea Messenger. And, well, as always, we've got a massive show for you today, including our very popular and patented college football rapid fire with Tony Tellers and Craig Trapp. So that'll be the last segment. You want to make sure you stay tuned for that. As always, you can find this show not only on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and the American Forces Network. If you're serving in our armed forces, you can listen to us on the American Forces Network. Uh, But we are also streaming live on YouTube. Uh, We are streaming on Twitter and Facebook, all the social media. So put down the videos of dogs playing the harmonica and watch a little Picks and parlays radio and make yourself a small fortune. That's how it works. Coming up, we got Chip Chirimbus with uh, Rays at Astros. Uh, the, we're going to uh, clear out these uh, uh, series uh, with the Rays at Astros. we got Hawaii at Boise for some college football, also Utah at Oregon. Then we're going to do some NFL picks for you with... Uh, Sean Higgs, Lions at Packers, Texans at Chiefs, and Cowboys at Jets. And then, of course, we have seven college football games for your edification in our very last segment. Look, we'd love to hear from you during the show. That's how it works. That's how it works best. And you can comment uh, anywhere you want on any of our social media, whether it's YouTube, Twitter, uh, Facebook, And we'll endeavor to answer your questions or read your comments out during the show. If you'd like to give us a call in the studio, you can do that as well. Once again, the call is free, giving you that extra money in your pocket to make just that extra bet that maybe you wouldn't. The free call is at 800-878-7529. That's 800-878-PLAY. If you don't want to bother figuring out what uh, play is on the dial pad, it's 7529. Two nine. Uh, those are the topics on the table today. And of course, we'll be joined by our expert handicappers throughout the show, pointing you in the right direction and giving you some of those free picks that you're looking for. And if you want to find more free picks, well, you can find loads of them on our website at picksandparleys.net. Uh, we've got loads of free picks from all of our star stable of handicappers. And when you're ready, uh, you can kick it up a notch and go for the expert picks. All right. As I mentioned, coming up, We're going to kick it off with some Major League Baseball, then some college football with uh, the superstar right now in terms of uh, uh, wins. Mr. Chip Chirimbus will be joining us after the break. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after this.
2: At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that,
3: Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions.
4: And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, Try the Purple Mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting SLEEPY to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting SLEEPY to 84888. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y to 84888.
1: All right, welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays Radio, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm Nick Geber, your host in for Chelsea Messenger. By the way, find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. That is, uh, unsurprisingly, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. I'm joined in studio by our star, Heineck Handicapper. Right now, I want to say he is sixth straight in Major League Baseball, Mr. Chip Chirimba's Chip Uh, How are you doing today? I'm
2: doing really well. You know, big games are on the
1: line, and uh, that's what I'm known for coming up in in big, crucial
2: situations. And there's none bigger than Game Five of a five game set, and there's none bigger than the seventh game of a World Series. Today, we got an elimination game.
1: It's the Orange Juice Series.
2: It is, isn't it? We've got, uh, yes, it is. The Minute Maid Park in Tropicana, so uh, field. (laughs) So Tampa Bay is going to send who's made two big wins. We had them yesterday as a big win right here. Tyler Glass now is getting a start for them. And, you know, he was 4-0 in postseason play, Nick, with an 0.55 ERA. Even though he started the game one against Houston, he went four solid innings, gave up a walk, and then a home run to Altuve, and they yanked him out of there. So um, at that, they didn't score any runs that day because Kermit Cole was on the mound. Germit Cole struck out 15. Nick.
1: Well, one is green, the other is not,
2: yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. He's a Bruin or his former Bruin. Anyway, 15 Ks, only four hits and seven and two thirds, very, very dominating 12 and two at home. But Nick, the price of this game, the price of this game is just getting off the charts. It's almost three to one to the point where now you're getting true odds because this Houston Astro team has won 62 of the last 83 at home. That's 75%. And that's exactly what the ratio you're getting from this game tonight. So, um, it's pretty tough. I, I, Tampa needs to win one more game to have 50 wins on the road. Mm -hmm. And once they have 50 wins on the road, they'll have 50 at home, and they will have won 100 games on the season. Maybe numerically it just comes out because they are 15 games over 500 on the road. So I give them a, a puncher's chance here, Nick. I think they got a chance. It's, it's only nine innings. It's one game. Yep. They didn't come out and, uh, oh, like you oh said, ten innings, uh, 12 or whatever. Or right? I mean, come and, on. we, can and, do and what, we said can yesterday that stuff happens. Yeah. And you saw it happen. Bueller was cruising along fine in the St. Louis game.
1: And you decided game to take, take that
2: day off. Yeah. <laughs> St. Louis was, was up before I even got home. I right. tried to call you. Yeah. And the game was over. It was in the first inning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, listen. Some interesting uh, stats. Uh, Tyler Glasnow struck out seventy-six batters in 60 innings that's actually uh, a great a, ratio that's, that's a really good ratio also you know if we're looking at um, what are the total runs on this one by the way I have I uh, it says a, eight right uh, no I
2: think it's lower than that I think it, it's seven and a half uh, at least and, and the fact that in some places even had it seven and you had to lay money made me think that in order to win the under yeah you if someone scores four runs it's going to have to be four two and no one can score more than that for the play to stay under so I think they're really begging you to play the over well, interestingly, saying.
1: I mean the uh, under is four and one in Glasnow's last five road starts, and it's also four and one in Cole's last five starts and overall. So a couple little stats there pointing towards Nick, the under. Anytime you've got
2: Cole on the mound, I mean an under looks like a consideration. I mean yeah. he won twenty games yeah. this year, and there's a good reason for it. The problem with it is that Houston's bats are so alive and they're so powerful, and they have been the most dominant team in baseball the entire season. They can put up runs easily. So he can pitch a shutout, and you can still lose the total as they might win 8 nothing. But like Nick said, this Tyler Glasnow has been very effective on the road, 4 no and, oh, and he is a strikeout artist as well. I think this game has a chance, a real good chance, to stay under the total, Nick. Look for a 3-2, you know, 2-1 okay. type game, 4-1, something along those lines.
1: So you're taking the – what's the price on the under right now? Well,
2: the, I saw
1: 7.5. I would play – you yeah. said it was
2: 8. I would yeah. play yeah. I would play under, under as it right. is. Okay. And because of that early 7 I saw – which makes me think they really think the pitchers are going
1: to dominate here. OK. All right. Sounds good. Let's move to some college football, right. shall we? Um, we're going to do Hawaii at Boise State and Utah at Oregon State. We've got uh, Pac-12 and a Mountain West matchup. Uh, so what, what, what do you want to start with? You want to start with Hawaii? Oh, Boise okay, State? let's do that. That's a, we're in a mountain west. Oh, we're out here. Why ain't not? It? Yeah, I mean, Boise State they're five and zero coming off a thirty eight. But well, I understand route. I really don't, I don't even
2: play football, play football west of the Mississippi unless, unless you, you happen to get to get Austin, Austin. But well, they don't play but, my uh, sort of football. But yeah, they do that's do play you're, But, you're, but Boise
1: five and zero coming off a thirty eight to thirteen route against UNLV. That's Hank Bachmeyer's the quarterback there, and Hawaii four and one. Uh, They beat down Nevada. So both the, excuse me, the Nevada teams uh, got absolutely spanked last time out by both of these teams. Uh, Cole McDonald, the quarterback for Hawaii, Uh, Total points I saw on this one was 60 and a half. I mean, my goodness, Chip, there's going to be more scoring than Robert Kraft at a massage convention.
2: (laughs) Well, I would imagine so with the kind of numbers they've been putting up uh, both these clubs. Like you said, Cole McDonald's stolen for 1,629 yards in five games. He's averaging over 300 yards, obviously, with 12 excuse me, 17 touchdown passes. You know, they opened the season with a big win at home and people weren't expecting much. Missouri went in there and they really pounded that team. I think that um, Hawaii has a lot of potential to score 54 they hung on the Wolfpack last week against the University of Nevada. Meanwhile, Boise was sleepwalking through a game against UNLV, and they just um, they did cover a 24-and-a-half-point number. They won 38-13. And the funny thing about that game, um, Nick, is that Boise gave up a touchdown with a minute and 39 seconds to go, and 17 seconds later they came back and scored yeah. for the cover. So anybody that, broke, uh, that had the Rebels was heartbroken. But, you know, Boise at home, has really struggled. I mean they're six two and one at home in the last nine. And Hawaii on the road has not been known as one of the better plays, Nick. When they, they take go to the mainland, they've always struggled. They're sixteen and thirty-seven away from the mainland and really last fifty-two. Wow. That's against that the is. point. So you know yeah. they, they have their problems. But we can get through this here with the two great quarterbacks, an efficient offense on on Boise and an offense on Hawaii that has proven they can score against anybody. And that game where they opened the season with 50 points, they had six turnovers and they still scored 50 points. I think Hawaii and Boise, you said it was a really high number at 60 and a half. Yeah, that's what I see. It's 28 21 at the half. We won't be thinking so much about that.
1: No. But the question of the number one question you have to ask about Hawaii and their quarterback is does he? Does he? Does he? Well, Call McDonald. Does he own a farm? Okay, oh, never mind. Let's move on to the next yeah, I'm
2: one. I'm telling you, this is like right. over my head.
1: Pac-12. <laughs> Let's go to the Pac-12. <laughs> Utah at Oregon State. Another game with a rather high collection of points on this one at 59 and a half. Uh, Utah 4-1. Last win was over Washington State. Another 38-13 score. We've been having a lot of those. And Oregon State coming off a win against... Oh, oh no. against mm-hmm. my UCLA Bruins. Ah, But... Um, Interestingly enough, Oregon State have scored 28 or more in five straight. Yes, thousands. they have,
2: but they're, they're yeah. getting off. I mean, they'll be playing the UCLA Bruins, but they're more like the little Cubs nowadays, the way the Bruins you know, are. Do you want, so to, when do you want be- to do this again? Do you want <laughs> me to continue <laughs> to tell people you're a superstar? Well, you're right about the scoring 28 or more the last five games, and that really um, – they have are 4-1 against the points this year, the Beavers are, because they're able to put points on the board. They have been perennially known as the bottom feeder in this Pac-12. Utah, again, is – Probably going to emerge with Washington as one of the top teams in the conference. They're 4-1, both straight up and against the numbers. Losing the game at BYU, where we had the Cougars, took the points, and won that one big. Pac-12 is going to struggle. The Pac-12 does not have the type of team that can come in like if Oregon had beaten... Auburn it would give everyone else in the conference credibility but they just don't have it they're going to come in here a 14 point favorite against Oregon State who's much improved and you know Oregon State has covered four of the last five against Mm. this team Nick and the only time Utah covered was a one and a half point favorite at Oregon State and they won that game in overtime so in regulation the last five times they played they haven't gotten the money against the Oregon State here I think the Beavers are the side with the plus points at home
1: well, I was actually looking at plus 380 on the money line, actually, if you want to take Oregon State. And you know, if you like a little gamble, if you like a little gamble, forget the Listen, points for a minute. You guys gamble. Come on. I'll just give Come you on. the winner. You'll give you give me the winner. All right. <laughs> and, of course, uh, Chip certainly does it. Chip wins uh, a lot. Yeah, we do. We, three, we, five, baseball, six straight, game of the year. Tell us yeah. about the game of the year. Well, sure. you know, on picks and parlays this
2: year, I was I was the leader almost the entire season and then you know you you can't go perfect every day so you you hit your little lull and now we're back in the screw we're back in the groove shall I say and everyone log on for the rest of the season because we have nothing but winners out there because Nick the big games and the big money are on the line and I'm known as the big game player so go to picksandparlays.net get the full 30-day package and includes the game of the year which we have this weekend Mm -hmm. and we won the game of the year last week 15 and 2 in the last 17, Nick. So we're ready to roll.
1: Well, if you missed any of Chip's picks in this segment, don't worry. The last segment of the show, I'll recap all the picks from all of Thank our you. expert handicappers uh, during the show. So if you uh, uh, were going, ah, oh, what? Well, left my pen. I dropped my pen. Yeah. Well, no, well, I have one. All right. Well, we're going to uh, step aside, take a break. When we come back, let's talk some NFL football with Sean Higgs. You're not going to want to miss this one. In the meantime, check us out on the web, net. We'll be back in three minutes. You stay with us.
0: Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003.
3: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government
0: Once again, that's 800-932-5517.
1: Welcome back to the show live from Las Vegas. This is picksandparleys.net. I'm your host, Nick Gieber, in for Chelsea Messenger. And, well, we had a great segment last time out with Chip Chirimbus talking about baseball and some college football. But now it's time to turn our attention to the NFL side of the game. And joining us from New Jersey is not Bruce Springsteen, Sadly, it's actually Sean <laughs> Higgs. But since it's NFL season, Sean, I'm rebranding you, Deshaun Higgs. Nice, I like it. I like it. Call, call me whatever you want, Nick.
5: Just don't call me late for dinner, okay? Well, how about winner? <laughs> yeah, that's call me winner because we got a couple of them lined up for this segment. So
1: yeah, we do indeed. Let's get right into. Um, it. Let's start off, shall we, with the Monday night game. It's uh, Detroit at Green Bay. The Packers 4-1, uh, coming off a win in Dallas. The Lions 2-1-1. and uh, They lost to the Chiefs last time out, 34-30. Although I have to say, didn't look all that bad in that loss. Uh, how do you see this one? Well,
5: you know, this line's come down, opened up at 6, 6.5 in some spots, now down to 4, and that tells us we got some... Uh, Money line money in play here on Detroit. I like them with the points. Won't be shocked at an outright win here. Let's be honest. Green Bay, you beat a bad Chicago team to start the year. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the Bears look terrible. They just lost in London uh, the Raiders. How good is that team? You come home, you beat Minnesota on an interception. Could have been a loser there. You beat Denver, who's, well, I'll give you the Denver win. Philly at home carves you up. Dallas, you get four turnovers. That helps the cause. But other than that, Dallas is marching up and down the field. And now you're playing Matt uh, Stafford, or call him Stafford, because he just loves to put up meaningless numbers. I'm getting that team who I think could easily be four zero. They they blew a game in Arizona. They blew the game against Kansas City. Uh, I have the Packers. What four and one? They could easily be one and four. Everybody loves Aaron Rodgers. I get it. Devonte Adams, if he's there. Could be a problem for us, but this Detroit team's pretty tough. As I said, you know, they had some bad play calling down the stretch in Arizona, cost them a win there. And the Kansas City game, they had that. That should have been a win for them. They just uh, fell apart there. So, listen, you got a week off to prep for Green Bay, division rival, who's off two big games against uh, Philly and Dallas. Now you're coming to play Detroit. I don't know. I I like the Lions here. I like the Lions outright.
1: You like the Lions outright on this game. The Lions are 1-4 and four against the spread in their last five versus the NFC North. The under is 5-1 and in the Lions' last six games following a bye week. So that's an interesting stat, Sean. But uh, you think this is going to be a particularly high-scoring game? Uh, yeah, I think. Because, uh, listen, Packers, you got a little revenge.
5: 31 to win last year for Detroit. Detroit's actually, I think, won three straight in the series now. But you're going to see some points because, listen, this Green Bay defense, you've seen them give up yardage and touchdowns to decent quarterbacks. And listen, Matty over here in Detroit, he might not get all the accolades, but the guy puts up numbers. He's finally got a running back. He's got wide receiver and tight end options around him to spread the ball around. And this Packer defense, maybe get a little pressure on him. I don't know. I, I like the Detroit team. You got extra rest. I think they've. Listen, people were all on the Bears and Minnesota and Green Bay. No one was talking about Detroit. And here they are, again, two bad play-calling decisions away from being 4-0. I like them. I like them a lot. And Green Bay, I was a little down on. I'm thinking, eh, I get it. He's Aaron Rodgers. That That's what this team is. It's Aaron Rodgers. That's it. I don't know. Forget that. I'm going team Detroit. I, I'm high on Detroit. Okay. Maybe a little biased. But – from what I've seen, you, you add all the Packers stuff up, and I don't think they've looked that good. I mean, you get, I get it. To, to win games, you need a couple of breaks, and you get a couple of turnovers.
1: So so you, give me the Lions here. I mean, so you're and, souring and on the Packers, Lions. the Lions coming yes. into the ascendancy, so you're going to take the Lions on, that, on this one. So, all well, right, uh, Deshaun. It's
5: gone from six to four. It's gone from six to four, so other people are thinking just like me here.
1: Yeah, it's down from six to four. It has moved. So, uh, all right, Deshaun, let's take the next one, shall we? Uh, <laughs> Texans at Chiefs. Uh, Houston at three and two, coming off a win against the Falcons. Oh, wow, that was a 53 to 32 game. Uh, Deshaun Watson, the quarterback. They're your, your, your namesake. Uh, and the- Yes, he is. Yeah, and the Chiefs, four and one, we just spoke about them. They have a loss to the Colts, and uh, Pat Mahomes there for the Chiefs. Ankle injury? Is he fit? What's going on there?
5: I don't know. I think uh maybe the playbooks at him home just seen him struggle a little bit, you know, man to man coverage. He doesn't look as sharp as putting up his Madden type numbers and maybe that's something to do with it. Maybe it's a little Madden jinx here coming up to, to coming to you know, trip him up a little bit. I, listen, last week they're giving double digit points to a playoff team. Now this line's down again. Open at seven seven and a half. We're down to half of that now at four. Houston's a good team. Deshaun Watson's a good quarterback. You know, rookie year guy had 19 uh, touchdowns before he got hurt. We had like 30 last year, 26. Or seven last year? He's on pace for 35 or more this season. Will Fuller would have five touchdowns last week if he didn't get tripped up going in. I mean, this is a pretty good team. The problem is their head coach makes bonehead plays for the Texans. Hmm. I, I, I'm leaning. I'm leaning dog here. I, I like the dog. I mean, Kansas City, I'm still looking for a run game. Sammy Watkins is banged up. Maybe he'll come back to play. Shady McCoy hasn't really done much. Williams, the same thing. It's Let's see what happens here. It, it seems like they're just letting Mahomes go out there and just chuck it and let something magical happen. I don't know. I don't think that's a recipe for success in the NFL. And do, give me the Texans. They're, they're playing as good as anybody right now.
1: Do we find out if Tyreek Hill is definitely playing or not?
5: He's, he was in practice running around a little bit, so you never know. Again, this stuff's like game time decisions a lot yeah. of the time. You know, Watkins, might, you know, that is, is we'll that go Price on Sunday. In, uh, well, if he was – I don't know. I mean, are they if they're both – if Watkins and Hill are both out, maybe the line's come down to three points for that, possibly. But I think that also has a lot to do with the way the Houston offense looked. I mean, we saw them open up the season against the Saints, putting up points uh, last week was – uh, an insane game. So that probably has some stuff to do with it. You know, people get that bias from what they saw the the game before kind of zones, in. but again, you're looking at, a, 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 it's not, it's not a one point line drive. you are talking three points. So, right. I don't know.
1: I, I wish well, I would have jumped on it earlier, but we'll take the four here. Well, the over has cashed in four of the Texans last five on the road, uh, Kansas city five and two five. against the spread in its last seven versus an AFC opponent. Um, good, good advice there. Thank you, Deshawn. Let's move on to the next and final game of the segment. It's uh, Dallas uh, at uh, New York Jets. Well, New Jersey Jets. I mean, let's be Jersey. honest. But you know, well, the Middle we'll... Land Jets. <laughs> yeah, Middle Land Jets. Uh, Dallas, the Cowboys, three and two, lost two in a row though. Following, uh, following on now from the thirty-two to twenty-four loss to the Packers, the Jets are. Well, they're rubbish. 0-4, routed 31-6 by the Eagles on Sunday. Uh, Luke Falk, is he the backup, backup of the backups? Backup? I mean, what's going on with the quarterback situation at the Jets? I mean, the da- Dallas uh, are heavy favorites in this one.
5: Yeah, touchdown fade for Dallas. Again, here's another line. Comes down from eight. It was at eight, eight and a half to start. Down to a touchdown. Maybe they think the NAR plays. Who? He's up in the air right now as we're doing the show. And what are you going to have your, th- your third stringer in here? who hasn't thrown a touchdown pass? Luke flock? I mean come on one, you're going to get a real pissed off cowboy team in here, yeah, two losses in a row, Saints, Green Bay, eight turnovers, four in each game. Uh, and what th- the thing was going into the Saints game, well, who they played? Well, they played teams like the Jets because they were whipping your Miamis and your uh, Redskins and bad teams in the league so here you go. You got a team in the Jets, possible third-string quarterback who's looked like a fifth-string quarterback behind a bad offensive line. Still missing guys on defense. I mean, what kind of? I mean, you got Bell. What, this guy needs a lot more playmakers and that pile to make him look good. Hey, and you got to feel bad for Case coming in here as a new head coach. You got a healthy team. I think this is a playoff team. You had some good parts around on both sides of the ball, and the injury bug comes in here and all all hell breaks loose for the Jets. But I don't know. I like Dallas. I'll lay the touchdown. I like the under 11 and uh, three. The last 14 Cowboy games here on the road. Let's go Dallas in the under. Again, eight turnovers last two games for Dallas. I'm thinking this is a team that should come out and destroy just to get back on track. I mean, Dak's looking for a 30, 40 million dollar con- contract. Uh, you got to win some games. I don't care even if it's the bottom feeders. You better put some wins together if you want to get a contract like that.
1: Yeah, that is a uh, rather juicy contract. That no doubt. In fact, uh, we. Uh need to find out who's negotiating his contract and bring them in here at Picks and Parleys, uh Radio so that we can get a <laughs> similar contract. Uh, we'll speak to the quapo who's up next, uh, Craig Trapp. All right, very quickly, we just have like a couple minutes left. Uh, let's get off the NFL for a minute. We want to get your take on this Astros-Tampa uh, uh, Bay Rays uh, game, game five. Give me your thoughts very quickly. You've got about a minute. I'm taking Tampa. You got a 240, 250, I mean... It's a game five. Anything's possible.
5: We saw it yesterday. We saw 10 runs in the first inning of the game, and then we see a grand slam in the 10th inning. Playoff baseball, who knows what will happen. Tampa's a scrappy. I mean, them and and Oakland, historically, these guys, no payrolls, but yet they're in the playoffs every year. Give me Tampa. You know, they got a, a lot of pressure on Houston right now. I know Cole's been great, but come on, man. Their backs are literally against the wall here. They're supposed to cakewalk through to the World Series, and now you're in an elimination game at home? i tampa scores a run early you don't know, panic might set in there you saw the defeat on the dodgers when the guy gave up a home run cursor gave a home run same thing here tampa gets a, a lucky run or two I, I think the life's gonna be sucked out of that entire stadium
1: all right just uh, sean higgs always a pleasure love having you on <laughs> by the way you want to get more of sean's picks you can get them at picksandparlays.net there's f- lots of free picks and when you're ready you can get the expert picks there as well Once again, go to picksandparleys.net and follow us on our social media, by the way. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. And of course, if you missed any part of this show, you can catch the show on YouTube because we do live stream it if you're listening on the radio. And also our podcast, our audio podcast is up pretty quickly after the show at the Believe Podcast Network. All right, coming up, we're going to do some more college football. It's our patented rapid fire with Craig Trapp and Tony Tellers. Be right back after this.
3: Now that you can get your favorite Chili's 3 for 10 meals delivered, anywhere can be your own personal Chili's. So?
6: Hi, welcome to my house.
3: Welcome to the meat lover's section of my in-law's vegan barbecue. Burgers, finally.
4: Welcome to my therapist's office, where it's okay to eat your feelings. And quesadillas. And
3: welcome to chili's delivery order online at chili's.com delivery and get all your favorite three for 10 meals like cajun chicken pasta delivered right to you wherever you are at participating restaurants only three for 10 not available via third-party platforms delivery fee supply
0: want to fly somewhere looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets then call that's right call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531.
3: Hey,
6: hey, Bench, what are you doing?
3: I'm rubbing my Blue Emu on.
6: Were you ready to go fishing? Fishing? You said we were going fishing this morning.
3: I have 10 Gold Glove uh, Awards. here
6: we go again.
3: Johnny Bench doesn't go fishing.
6: Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Johnny
3: Bench goes catching. Blue Emu supports healthy muscles and joints. Blue Emu, it works fast and you won't stink. Available at nationwide retailers and Amazon.
1: All right. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays Radio. I'm Nick Eber. Once again, my Twitter handle is, well, it's Nick Eber, just not to make it too difficult for you. Uh, This segment is one of our favorites. It's one I enjoy doing. Going to welcome to the show uh, expert handicappers Craig Trapp and Tony Tellers. Let's do some college football rapid-fire. Gentlemen, are you ready? Ready as ever. All right. Good. Well, let's start, shall we? Let's start with uh, South Carolina at Georgia. Georgia five and zero, oh. young quarterback Jake from eight touchdowns, not a single interception. South Carolina two and three, coming off a big win against Kentucky. Uh, I believe this is Georgia minus twenty four. Let's start with you, Tony. How do you see it?
6: Yeah, I'm going to look here at the favorite here. I'm going to lay the points twenty four. You can even shop around. There's some twenty three and a halves out there. They are coming off a nice win at Tennessee last week, but look at Georgia's defense not allowing any opponent more than 17 this year. They held down that really good offense from Notre Dame and uh, only 2.3 yards allowed on the ground. But you got to worry here about the Gamecocks using their freshman quarterback Ryan Holinski in down and distance situations on the road. I know you know, I know, he moved move the ball against Alabama, but that was at home and Alabama had a really comfortable lead. But in their only road game, the game Cox backup. Completed only 43% of his passes in a 20-point loss to Missouri. Georgia's offense is pretty good, 512 yards a game. They're rushing for nearly 7 yards a carry. Drake Fromm, 77% completion rate. I'm going to go ahead and lay the points here with Georgia. Uh, Craig, far away. Well, I'm
7: looking at the I'm looking at the total here. I just think uh, that historically these two have played some pretty high-scoring games. In fact, five of the last six games have gone over in this head-to-head series. I just think uh, Kirby Smart's going to let this offense go a little bit as they get a big lead, and I think they're going to show off. Jake Fromm, I think, has a really big day. I I see him going for three or four touchdowns. And, you know, I'm just not a big fan of this must-champ defense. They've given up some kind of questionable uh, scoring opportunities this year. Really, uh, from a defensive-minded coach, I'm kind of surprised. But we're going to take the over here. I think this one continues to uh, trend to that over, as we've seen in this head-to-head matchup series.
1: All right, uh, good stuff, guys. Let's move on to the next one—a a game that uh, brings a little bile to the back of my throat uh, because it's USC, uh, the team I like well just about the least on the planet against uh, at Notre Dame. Uh, USC three and two, coming off a bye week last uh, last week. Before that, though, it was twenty-eight fourteen, lost to Washington. Notre Dame four and one, routed Bowling Green fifty-two to nothing. Gentlemen, let's start with you, Craig. You're at. Have at it.
7: Well, I, I'm a Notre Dame fan by, uh, by kind of default, went to Cathy schools my whole life, but this is one of those that I just, I really wonder, I think Notre Dame has, they've played one really good team. And I guess you could say maybe Virginia would be the second one. And really, Virginia should have covered. Uh, they played way over what I thought they could against Georgia, but I just think USC has a lot of upside here. I, I like uh, Ian Book. I think He's a solid quarterback, but I don't think he's a great quarterback for Notre Dame. So I'm not going to lay double digits with him. I'm going to take USC Trojans and 10 and a half here. I think USC does just enough in a loss, but a cover here against the spread.
1: So USC will cover, according to you, Craig Trapp. How about you, Tony Tellez? Are
6: they going to cover or what? I'm going to butt heads here with Craig. I'm going to lay the points here with Notre Dame, 10 and a half. They crushed them two years ago at home, 49-14. I just like Notre Dame's defense. Uh, they held Georgia down in points. So it's a 23. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. Home teams at 332 yards a game. But I'm not really that impressed with this USC defense. Uh, pushed around by Washington on the road, losing by 14. I would say Notre Dame a little bit better offensive team than those, than those Huskies. And they lose on the road to, I'd say, about an average BYU team in overtime. You know, uh, they're giving up 175 yards rushing. We know Notre – one thing I like about Notre Dame here is their balance. 5.2 yards on the ground. They're throwing, they're throwing for 66% completion rate, so it's balanced. Keep USC off balance defensively with Ian Book. I'm going to lay the points with the Irish.
1: So you are laying the points with the Irish. We're going to have – you have to choose between these two great handicappers because uh, we've got conflicting opinions here, but uh, that's the way we like it. Let's move along, shall we, to the Red River Shootout, one of my favorite names for, as we would call it in Europe. It's just a sort of a derby match here, the Red River Shootout, Oklahoma-Texas. Oklahoma 5-0, and the Texans, uh, Texas 4-1. and Can the Texas defense, though, can they handle Jalen Hurts? What's going on here? Let's start with you, Tony. Okay.
6: Tony. All right. Uh, I like this game a lot, uh, Nick. But, you know, this is my best play. You get it right now over at pixandparleys.net. So check out the website for my against-red winner here from Oklahoma and Texas.
1: Oh, that's it. It's a teaser. Like it. All right, uh-huh. Craig, no teasing. Give us the action.
7: Well, when you get double digits in a, in a what I think looks like a coin flip type game, I mean Oklahoma has ran up the score against some some pretty bad opponents so far. Uh, Texas, you know, their their loss to LSU can't really uh, blame that. I mean, they played pretty well on offense. To just uh, LSU is just on a roll right now with Joe Burrow, but I think uh, you got to take the points. Remember last year in the Red River Shootout, Texas won outright as a underdog texas uh won 48 to 45 in a shootout and then they in the big 12 championship game they lost 39 to 27 so i think uh you take the points here with the 16 either one of those past performances obviously we get you get the money here actually i said 16 it's actually i think 10 and a half here but um we're going to take texas to the points i think this is a much closer game than this line suggests
1: and this is uh 75 and a half right that's the the total yes. on this one yeah yeah all right. Well, there you have it. Uh, if you want Tony, so you got to go get his expert picks at picksandparlays.net. So when we're done here, you can do that. All right. Let's move along. Alabama at Texas A&M. Uh, Alabama gave up 31 points against uh, Ole Miss. They are five and zero, though. Texas A&M, the Aggies, are three and two. They won the last game out against the Razorbacks. Uh, Let's see, who did we start with last time? Craig, let's be fair. Oh, no, it was Tony last time. Let's go down to uh, Craig.
7: Well, I've actually covered this one. Uh, If you go over to YouTube, you can actually get the full breakdown, but I'll make it really quick and then let Tony take over. I like the under here. I just think uh, Bama gave up all those points last week. That is exactly what Nick Saban would like, even when he gets a win. Now it's a teaching point. I think you're going to see a much better defense, Texas A&M at home. I think they'll, they'll bring their defense as well. Let's take the under 61 here.
1: Under 61 it is,
6: and Mr. Tellez. Yeah, you made the, the point right off the bat there, Nick. Nick statement is not like giving up 31 points to anybody, especially Ole Miss, who has been a nemesis of his. But I'm going to go ahead and lay the 17 with Alabama because I like the quarterback play from 2-0, uh, oh, over 70% completion rate. One thing when I've seen these games in the past, it just looks to me that Texas A&M just does not match the size of Alabama, and I know uh, we've seen that A&M in, in some really tough uh, games here against Clemson and, and Auburn, and I didn't like the way they looked against Auburn, especially handling that run game, and you got a more balanced offense here from Alabama. I'm going to go ahead and lay the points in this one.
1: You're going to lay the points. Well, let's have a look. The over is 3-0-1 for Alabama in their last four conference games, and uh The Aggies, 11-3 against the spread in their last 14 home games. So a little bit of food for thought there. So eat up and go over to picksandparleys.net and get all of our free picks and expert picks. It's all there for you. Uh, Let's move on to the next game. It's Penn State at Iowa. Penn State are 5-0. but Have they played anyone that good? That's the question. Uh, Is this going to be the first real test on the season for Sean Clifford? Iowa 4-1 coming off a loss to Michigan. Uh, They're averaging 33 and a half points a game, though. Uh, let's start with
6: Tony T. All right, Nick. I'm going to go ahead and take the points here with Iowa plus 3.5. It's a real low total here. I'm seeing 42. But this is a spot where Iowa thrives, in home, in prime time. We've seen this program step up with huge efforts. I was impressed with their defense uh, last week, calling the Wolverines to only 10 points. But, you know, Penn State really steps up in class here. This will be the best defense they've seen. You know, in their highest profile game, they only got past pit by seven uh, at home. And, of course, you got to respect that win by Iowa on the road in, against a rival in Iowa State. Of course, uh, Penn State entering the season, not very experienced here. They're going to go into a hostile road environment here. Hawkeyes here take the points.
1: All right, Hawkeyes take the points. Craig, is that how you see it?
7: Well, actually, this is my Big Ten game of the week. I really like this when you can get it for thirty-seven ninety-nine at picksandparleys.net. I think this one's going to be an easy winner. Also, don't forget, if you haven't done so all weekend long, we've got a big sale. $50 off our two-for-one expert sale. So go underneath the premium picks, drop down there, and click two-for-one. Get a seven-day pass for just $179. That's $50 off the regular price.
1: Wow, that's a great deal, Craig. And uh, if you're planning on uh, placing a few wages this weekend... You always want to give yourself the best information you possibly can, and there's no better place than picksandparleys.net. All right, let's go. Next up, Michigan State at Wisconsin. Michigan State, 4-2. and two. They're struggling defensively, definitely. Uh, Wisconsin, though, 5-0, and 0, unbeaten, coming off of 48 to nothing. Should we say 48-0, just to make everyone feel good? Uh, route of Kent State. Uh, let's start with you. I believe the points totals 41
6: on this one. Tony, you go first. All right, I'm going to go ahead and take the points here with Michigan State plus 10 and a half. One thing Michigan State does is they do defend the run very well, and that's the strength of Wisconsin. And they really had issues getting points on Northwestern score, only 24 if you just key their running back Taylor. I think that's what Michigan State's game plan will be force in the pass. and I'm not quite sure if uh, they can get the job done vertically here on this Michigan State defense. Of course, uh, Wisconsin, a really run heavy team, uh, 46 times a game. they throw on average 25 passing. Expect a lot of down and distance on third down, and that plays right in the hands of this Michigan State defense. You know, when we saw Northwestern with an ineffective backup quarterback push across 15 on the Badgers, well, let's face it. You know, Wisconsin, they don't possess the speed of the Buckeyes here. I think the Spartans can play with them, keep it close. I'll take the points here at Michigan State, plus 10.5. All right, awesome stuff. Let's go, Craig.
7: Well, I think this one is a right where it should be, that line. I mean, I was I always try to set the lines myself, and then I look and see where they end up. And I thought this one should be right at 10. We see 10, 10 and a 10, 10.5, depending on where you look at it. I just think this one you have to look to the total. I think it's a much safer play. I think it's a way lower scoring game, even a low total here listed at 41. I think this one goes well under the total. I think Michigan State, if they're going to win, they have to win ugly at Wisconsin. And I think they will stack the box, stop that run, and I think that will keep this game a very low scoring. Let's take the under 41, Michigan State at Wisconsin. All
1: right, Craig, will take the under. All right, next game. Uh, this is a uh, game of two top 10 teams. Florida at LSU. Florida a 6-0, and coming off a 24-13 victory uh, against uh, Auburn. And LSU coming off a fifth, 42-6 routing of routing almost. It's even worse than a routing of
7: Utah State uh gentlemen let's start with you Craig Trapp well a heck of a game uh, in, in the SEC here of course LSU has been super impressive this year of course known for their defense in years past but Coach Orgeron of course made the the change and now a much more wide open offense Joe Burrow has been amazing uh, nobody's really talking about him for Heisman I think he definitely should be in the top five for Heisman because Without him, I mean, they would have lost to Texas for sure. I think this is a high-scoring game, much higher than the totals even suggested, fifty-five and a half. 55-and-a-half, which who would think Florida and LSU would be high-scoring. But I'm going to take Florida here at 13-and-a-half. As good as LSU has been, their defense has been on the field so much, and they've been giving up points. So let's take Florida, almost two touchdowns. Let's take the Florida Gators as the underdog here in SEC action.
1: All right, Tony, tell us, you've got, oh, 45 seconds, go.
6: All right, button heads here with Craig. I'm going to go ahead and lay the points here. LSU minus 13. Uh, it's a tough spot here, for Florida, coming off a physical test against Auburn at home. It's an emotional victory. Now they're going on the road to face LSU, who I think is the best team in college football. LSU is home. The site matters. Joe Burrow and, and company get the job done. Accurate passers, 78% completion rate, 22 touchdowns, three picks. And, of course, uh, Florida, a backup QB here in this spot. I'm going to go ahead and take the, lay the points here with LSU.
1: All right, so, Tony, you're going to lay the points with LSU. All right, folks, if you missed any part of these picks, we will, of course, recap them in the next segment. want to thank our expert handicappers, Craig Trapp and Tony Tellers, and just remind everybody uh, that we've got loads of free picks from both Tony and Craig and Sean, who you saw earlier, and Chip Cherimbus, and all of our expert stable of quality handicappers. You can find them all at picksandparlays.net. All right, we're going to step aside take a break, gather our thoughts. When we come back, I will give you a recap of every one of the picks we've had for the whole hour. So stay tuned. Be right back after this.
2: We paid less for our craftmatic today
5: than we did 20 years ago.
0: 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780.s 1780
1: right, welcome back to the show. Just a reminder, we're with you each and every week day, I would we'll say week afternoon. If you're on the East Coast, it's 4 p.m. Eastern. It's 1 p.m. Pacific on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. That's Monday through Friday. Uh, we like to give you all the sports betting talk you need, as well as loads of free picks. Speaking of which, we had, oh, an absolute plethora of them today. So let's recap what our expert handicappers advised you to do today. Uh, let's start with Chip Chirimbus uh, with the baseball raise at Astros. He said, take the raise, plus 262. And he had some college football picks. He said, for Hawaii or Boise State, take the over 60 and a half. And Utah at Oregon State, take Oregon State, plus 14. Uh, then we had Deshaun, Deshaun Higgs, with his NFL picks. Texans at Chiefs, take the Texans, plus four. Cowboys at Jets, we were taking the Cowboys, minus seven. And the Lions at Packers, take the Lions, plus four. Uh, then we had our patented college football rapid fire, Craig here Here are his picks. We had Oklahoma at Texas take Texas plus 16. Michigan State at Wisconsin take the under 41. Uh, USC Notre Dame take a USC plus 10.5. And And Penn State at Iowa. Well, that's his Big Ten game of the week. Got to get it at picksandparleys.net. Tony T's college football picks. Michigan State at Wisconsin take Michigan State plus 10.5. Penn State at Iowa take Iowa plus 3.5. And USC and Notre Dame take Notre Dame, the favorites, at minus ten and a half. Those are our picks for the day. Just a reminder, you can find us on net. We're also on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. We're really everywhere you want to be. And we're here Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 1 p.m. Pacific. Once again, I'm Nick Gieber. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. I'll be back with you tomorrow. We're going to have our NFL rapid fire. If you are worried about missing that, that is going to be tomorrow. Until then, have an absolutely great evening. Enjoy the sports betting. Bet responsibly. And remember, bet, win, repeat.